Hey everyone, happy 4th of July and welcome to the Blake Show Lakers betting podcast, the show on the Believe Podcast Network that covers all things Lakers with a blend of betting advice and analysis. Subscribe to the show on YouTube and drop a like on this video. Also, follow us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and wherever else you get your podcasts if you are listening by searching for the Blake Show Lakers betting podcast. Now, let's talk some Lakers. It was an eventful day for the purple and gold yesterday, July 3rd, and my best Lakers bet that I gave you guys did not come to fruition. As LA, they were three and a half point favorites against the Miami Heat in the NBA Summer League California Classic. My best bet was for the Lakers to cover that margin. Of course, quite the opposite happened (laughs) as the Lakers were bullied and thrown around the court by the tougher, more disciplined young Miami Heat. And in summer league and in NBA betting in general, you do win some and you lose some with these best bets, but that was ugly. I'm not sure that I saw a 20 point, just absolute dominating performance by the Miami heat coming. Um, Now back to the Lakers though, they started the day by signing six foot 11, Colin Castleton and guard Demoy Hodge, the two way contracts And in Monday's loss of the Heat, just kind of looking at how those two performed, Castleton scored 11 points and had four rebounds. He had some nice moments and some not-so-nice moments, (laughs) most notably that Jaime Jaquez poster slam on the negative side. But on the positive side, Castleton did have back-to-back and ones, and he showed his prowess as a passer, and he just moves like a big man that has good body control and that you know, sort of has a game that with some development and some time and some patience, I think could definitely develop at the NBA level. So he's definitely, uh, you know, could be one of those uh, Laker gems in the rough that they sort of tend to find. Moving on to Demoy Hodge, I mean, his defense was definitely a bright spot for the Lakers and what I would say was an otherwise ugly effort on that of the floor in this game for L.A., Hodge also finished with uh, seven points. He did come up with a steal. So, you know, you bring him in and um, his defense is is really good. So I see why he got that two-way spot. Moving on to sort of the rest of the team, Max Christie was definitely, I think, the best player on the floor for the Lakers. He scored a team high 17 points and definitely looks like a two-year guy playing in summer league, you know, playing against rookies. Uh, He got whatever he wanted on the offensive end. His jumper looks great. He had some moments where sort of that, that lighter frame that he's still carrying north of 200 pounds showed where he lost his balance a couple different times. Um, But all in all, you know, body control frame, his shot, his ball handling, everything definitely looks improved. And he looks like a guy who can compete for minutes in the Lakers rotation. And that's sort of, you know, what I think fans, and everybody around the team is expecting of Christie heading into year two. And look, I mean, if he can, uh, you know, if he can shoot like that and, and uh, be efficient, you know, with the, with the major leagues, like he'll get minutes and his defense, even last season when Darvin Ham would put him in for a few minutes was pretty good. So we know that he can defend at the NBA level. And so it's just a matter of him continuing to sort of grow into his body and, and bulk up and, Definitely has from year one to year two. I think he was around 190-ish, like his rookie season. Now he's north of 200, so that's good. And it's, you know, it's good weight. And uh, 
jumper is developing nicely. So if Christie keeps playing like this and, and is sort of the best player on the floor in the summer league, you know, he'll come into training camp confident. And then you are competing with a, with a pretty deep guard rotation. You got D'Angelo Russell, you got Austin Reeves, you got Gabe Vincent, of course. So um, it'll be interesting to see whether or not Christie can sort of, uh, you know, get into that fold. Then going to another guard, which the Lakers, it's funny for years, it felt like they, you know, didn't have like uh, that deep of a guard rotation. And the last couple of years, for better or for worse, it feels like they just have a million guards. And <laughs> Jalen Hutchifino, who they just drafted, another one of these guards um, out of Indiana, 17th overall pick. You can definitely tell, I think, that the Lakers drafted him that high off of, you know, upside and potential. I don't think they're expecting him to come in and play right away, um, as, as opposed to a guy like Jaime Jaquez on the Miami side, where he's going to get minutes right away. You can see that because of how hard he plays and because of how skilled he is. Jalen Hutchifino, I just felt like he couldn't really get into a consistent rhythm in this game. Second half was definitely better than the first half. He ended the game shooting 31% from the field. He had three turnovers. You know, maybe there's some first game NBA, summer league jitters involved there. Um, some of it too, I think, is just sort of where he's at as a player compared to the competition. Um, you know, that's sort of looking at it from the, from the negative side is that I think the slot, the, the, the first half was pretty sloppy. Second half was better. It's where he scored most of those, uh, most of those points. Um, he did showcase though, I would say throughout the whole game, playmaking athleticism. And those are things, you know, those are traits that I'm sure stuck out in his workout with the Lakers and um, are part of why they, they drafted him. One player in particular that really stood out to me was a block that he had in the first quarter. I just think that, you know, whenever you see guys doing the little things like that, especially on the defensive end, especially high draft picks, that's a good sign. So lots of potential there. Um, you can see, you know, he had four assists, but like those four assists were really, really nice assists. <laughs> he, like he's a really good passer. You can tell that, um, you know, he had a couple turnovers. So NBA summer league, you know, he's a rookie again. He's not going to be expected to play. I would expect him to probably play a bit with the South Bay Lakers, if he sort of, you know, uh, stays at this level. And of course that can change. He could show up in training camp and, and really turn some heads. But I think right now, especially based off of what we saw in that first game, it's kind of what it's looking like for JHS, but that's all right because the Lakers aren't really, you know, they don't really need him to come in and play right away. Anything that he gives them would just be gravy, you know, sort of on top of, uh, their guard rotation that they that they sort of upgraded and bringing in uh and bringing in Gabe Vincent, I would say. So moving on to the Lakers second round pick, Maxwell Lewis. I would say Max played well, seven points, three rebounds, three assists in 16 minutes. So he didn't get, you know, all that many minutes, but you can definitely see his potential. And he does a lot of the little things well, which is encouraging. Moving without the ball, creating space for his teammates, setting up his teammates, playing with effort. Um, you know, part of that moving without the ball is, is his cutting had a nice cut for his first, uh, first basket of the game in the, in the first half. So, um, you know, definitely positive signs from, from Maxwell Lewis. You can tell, I think, you know, why they, uh, traded up to 40 before the draft and, and had him circled on their board. I definitely think that he's a guy that the Lakers can develop another guy who I think will get really good reps with the South Bay Lakers this season. And, um, you know, we'll see sort of, you never know with injuries and, and, and what have you, but uh, you know, with the, with the main team, but 
definitely think that he has potential much like JHS, a guy that they, they don't need to come in and contribute right away, which is good. Definitely has high upside and, you know, where JHS I think is a little more flashy and has some of that more um, like high level rotation player upside. I think Maxwell Lewis um, is a guy who, who can do a lot of the little things well. And then, you know, we'll see uh, what, what happens from there, because as we know, there have been guys with the Lakers, Kuzma, Caruso, Austin Reeves, you first look at them and you're like, Oh, they do a lot of the little things. Well, and then they start getting more and more opportunity and you're like, Oh, they can do that. They can do that. They can do this. So um, I'm not going to sit here and try to predict what, you know, JHS and Maxwell Lewis are going to look like in their rookie seasons, but, and, and sort of beyond, but I would say decent start for JHS and, and a good start for Maxwell Lewis here. So individually, the Lakers definitely have some good performances here and I would expect JHS to have some better performances in summer league than the one he had in, in this one expect him you know to sort of play like he did in the second half for for a whole game uh looking forward but the Miami Heat they just played harder than the Lakers they looked like a drastically tougher team how many Hakez and Nikola Jovic and uh, Orlando Robinson just straight up punked the Lakers I mean that's just what it was <laughs> and I would say the Lakers definitely need to bring more energy Wednesday night against the Spurs if they want to keep that game close and have any shot at a win That'll do it for today. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the Blake Show Lakers betting podcast. Please subscribe and like our videos on YouTube at the Blake Show and follow along wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. I will see you next time.